0: And right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Get 50% off right now at masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks.
1: Today, we have Jared Freed on the podcast. He is a stand up comedian with a focus on the realities of dating and relationships. He's also the co host of the You Up podcast, co host of the Bachelor podcast, and host of the J Train podcast, and has a hysterical and relatable Instagram presence. We're so excited for you to hear this episode where we talk all about ghosting, first dates, expectations in relationships, dating app fatigue, and sex tune in to have a laugh and hear what he thinks about the phrase. If he wanted to, he would. And also, in full disclosure, there's part of this convo that gets a little vulgar. So if that's not for you, that's totally fine. Take what works and leave the rest. Welcome to Shrink Chicks. I'm Emily Beerley And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists and owners of The Therapy Group. We're on a mission to make therapy and therapeutic topics more relatable and accessible. So stay tuned
0: because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. We are thrilled, Jared, to have you here today. Thank you for coming on. A man of good words, good comedy, and some good relationship advice. So, we I have so right we have some great questions for you today. We're going to do let's Can't do wait. the episode in kind of a fun way cuz we got a ton of questions in from a lot of women that that want to figure this shit out. From a man's I, right, perspective, from a man's perspective, <laughs> this is, right?
2: This is the the role I have somehow found myself <laughs> in. I'm the I am the leading expert in talking out of my ass when it comes to dating. So, how
1: do you think I, that you yeah, developed develop that. that role?
2: <laughs> well, I think um, you know, and I do a couple podcasts, and the U Up podcast has been an amazing experience both for learning and just enjoying. Um, interacting with the audience and their dating, you know, issues and questions and commiseration. I say it's a commiseration because I am not an expert. Nobody's an expert. And if they're telling you they're an expert, they're trying to sell you something, okay? (laughs) I'll make my money from the sponsors that pay me. You enjoy the show and I'll be as honest as possible. Here's the thing about me. I am very much like i'm a fine looking guy i'm not gonna like lie to you and think that i'm an ugly person you know like i'm like i am the center part of the bell curve i am closer to the guy you're dating than i am farther away so i'm 10 away from anyone you're seeing i'm your cousin your brother the guy you dumped the guy who dumped you your college boyfriend your guy you saw in your 20s the guy you're talking to on hinge in your 30s so i'm very much somewhat I'm not a hundred percent away from the guy you're talking to, but I'm not more, you know, I'm around 10% away. So my opinion and how I talk about things is just from my personal experience and from, and, and I try to be as honest as humanly possible while also being palatable. And I understand. and, And that's kind of what I've learned over the years of talking about dating as a straight dude is that to the and because it start you know the more and more women started listening to the you know the you up podcast and what I put out there and the I understand that it is to a lot of people it's serious business this is the hardest thing in their life everything else is figured out and they can't figure out this one thing and to a lot of the men that talk about dating and I think I've been guilty of this is like dating is fun and games for a lot of guys like this ain't business to them you're 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 at a business meeting and they're at drinks. So, and, and I'm, I'm making a lot of generalizations, I understand, and I, I I can, anyone can have fun on a date, but I'm saying, you know, the social stuff, and this is like, when you get into societal stuff, like the things I have to deal with, when I, when I, you know, I just got out of a relationship, and it was very sad for me, but nobody was, I didn't have Shiva calls, like I, you know, for the <laughs> Jews listening, I didn't, you know, there was no... You know, the friends didn't come over and bring wine over and cry. It wasn't that. It was, you know, there was a couple of, oh, downloading the apps. Has it been fun? You know, like that's a very different society than women have to deal with. And I've only learned that through the podcast, like from Mm -hmm. reading the hundreds of emails we get every week. So that's kind of where I come in is try and talk about an icky subject that I think is funny and fun that in a palatable way for someone that. It might be hard to hear some of these truths. So uh, that's kind of where I come in.
1: I love that. Uh, question for you, just jumping off that. Yeah. Do you think it would have been helpful for your guy friends to come over, bring you some mm-hmm. wine? You watch a movie together. What would you like? See,
2: I, See, I, I don't know. I don't know, but I think sometimes what I've seen from the other side is sometimes some women seem to bathe in that a little too much. Mm. or they're looking for that in every situation. Listen, there's heartbreaking breakups, but then there's also just like regular breakups that they're mm. doing that and kind of trying to make someone a villain that maybe just was not your match. Mm. So it's like, you know, there's a, a, again, there's a gray area sliding scale for everything. Uh, you know, I did talk it over with good friends of mine, my breakup, and it was it, it helped me to feel less crazy and it helped me to like kind of adjust, but I, I think that can go... It can go over the edge sometimes like, you know, in I do a podcast called The Bachelor. We talk about The Bachelor like this past uh, on the premiere of The Bachelor. Michelle is referring to Michelle, who I thought was fantastic. She refers to a guy not talking to her, uh, uh, stopping talking to her on DM as ghosting. And it's like when you do that. When you call, is everything ghosting or is one specific thing ghosting? Like, what is ghosting? Mm. Is ghosting going out for dinner with someone that you never call or text again? If that's ghosting, I've been ghosting my mom for three months. So, like. <laughs> that's so, just being
0: Jewish. And um, avoiding yeah. your mother. And, okay. So, so, well, I, 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 uh, so,
2: I'm saying, like, there's a world where these things get. Too much. So we have mm-hmm. to figure out the you know where the middle
0: is. Well I love that because right, so as licensed couples therapists, this is the shit we talk about all day long. Yep. But something you're talking about which i think is really interesting is the stories we tell ourselves, right mm. and like it's really interesting how people like cling on to terms like you're talking about with ghosting i hear it with gaslighting everyone's getting gaslit these yeah. days, right like that's not really what it is so i sometimes i think therapeutic terms become like mainstream and then everyone just uses them Job all them. the time and then you're just telling yourself a story about how everyone's horrible and men are so bad yeah and like we're not really looking at ourselves when we do the, that right it's
2: it, it's the i'm sorry to interrupt i I apologize, but no, I, I, I what you're saying. What you're saying is very important because it also involves the internet. The internet is gonna jump on this, you know, buzzy term to make you know. W- internet loves victim and villains. They love that, and and every nobody ever retweets something that's a meh statement. No one retweets he wasn't the match. They do retweet this fucking asshole was a piece of shit. You know what I mean? And listen, there are pieces of shit out there, and to me that softens those pieces of shit, if you call everyone a piece of shit. So mm-hmm. it, it, and so it, we live in a world where we need villains. We need mm. to you know, right and wrong. Sometimes it's just, it just didn't work out, you know? And, and that's really, those are the hardest breakups of them all. Like yeah. walking in on someone having sex with someone else, that's an easy uh, one plus one equals two right there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you fuck that and I am out you know I think a lot of us need you know that convincing that we're not leaving a good hand unplayed and we want to make sure that our decisions are correct and it's like that's not how it works all the time like listen like the one that got away they say exists more for men than it does for women because men are generally like okay with letting good things go away to find some sort of ghost I, I, I think like that, you know, that um, also happens because a lot of men that I know, when it comes to an ex, they go, they're great. They're great. They're great. I I, I just want them to be happy. You know, like they, they, they don't vilify. So then they go, hmm, maybe I should have gone back to that. You know, so it all relates. But I do think what we're talking about with like these buzz terms it is a way to make people join you and bathe you in the love that maybe this person left behind
1: well i i wonder too you know if you're thinking about villains and how you go into getting really pissed off and saying you know like that guy's an asshole Mm. um that's the fuck him there's something about the anger that feels more powerful than being able to sit in the grief like the yeah, the that's grief worse. Of I have it, no control over the grief. rejection of it is so vulnerable and so painful that I think sometimes it just feels so much more powerful for us. And it's a way in which we cope to be able to say, like, that guy's a fucking asshole, you know, like even if they weren't, sure. you know, it yeah. was just the pain of it.
0: Um, and I think maybe that's a way that that we try to heal. Yeah. But, well, and, and human beings are so much more complex than good or bad, right? Totally. Like, right, it, we're, right, all,
2: we're all fine
0: we're <laughs> all, all right somewhere Not in us the are even that good right like and like we talk about that a lot with women it's like sometimes you have to detach from that goodness right because if you keep being the good nice one everyone what do you think is going to happen right like why are we so attached to these terms how much power do they give us but we have so many freaking questions okay. so Pretty let's magic. start with the best one then because yes. one of the top questions why do men ghost also women ghost <laughs> all, all the, the time. time everyone yeah goes. so let's well, talk the, about it
2: <laughs> well i would say um it's directly related to something you just said this you know if you make there's a cause and effect to everything guys are obsessed with being the quote unquote good guy Mm. and why are they obsessed with that well they've been made the evil guy at some point i'm not saying they weren't but i'm not apologizing for that but i'm saying we have to believe I believe in gravity. What goes up must come down. There has to be a reason for everything. So if you're made the evil person, you're just like, how do I sidestep being called evil? Oh, I'll just disappear. You know, so it's like, <laughs> it really and, works out
0: great. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to so, avoid you know, this if, completely.
2: <laughs> if every breakup is me ruining someone's life, why don't I just not do that? So let, that's one reason I would say ghosting in general happens because It is um, and we again, I don't know what this person's definition of ghosting. I think definition of buzz terms is a big problem in dating. The biggest problem is two people are like, we're casual. And to one person, casual means we hang out once a week. And the other person casual means I text you whenever I want to come. So it's like, okay, so those are two people who are both right, but they haven't discussed what that definition is. So if this person's. Phrase of cat of ghosting is that that person had sex with them and never spoke to them again I would say the people ghost because they don't They're afraid one. They're 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 afraid to like say to someone. Hey, I was there for sex and That was it for me Um Also, they're afraid to be like I come to terms with how I meet someone via sex and interpersonal stuff. Sex was great, interpersonally, I think I could find a better match. That's a hard thing to say to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, then the other reason they're ghosting is because sometimes it's like, I don't even know if this should be a breakup or not. You know, ghosting is like the, the conundrum is, that's a, that, a two way street. That's someone who doesn't want to dump and another person doesn't, doesn't want to hear they've been dumped. Because you can always text the person, hey, where have you been? What's going on? I feel really upset that we had sex or we went on that date and you never texted again. It really hurts my feelings. They can then get an answer that they don't want to hear. So like I think it's a tough thing because it's like dumping feels like a too big a term. But we don't have like a what's the smaller version of that? We don't have that. So mm. it is a a person. And also ghosting is about the person, not the other person across the table. It's about the person you know, feeling anxious and, and not sure what to say. It's not about you, it's not personal even though it feels personal.
0: So Jared, besides your mother, have you ever ghosted anyone?
2: I've ghosted, it doesn't feel good. It was because I was afraid. I didn't know how to communicate those things. Like I, I mean, I'm not, just because I talk about these things and I have an answer for everything, it's because I've been in those situations. I've ghosted someone and it was the worst thing I've ever. Like, I really felt bad about it. Mm-hmm. And I ended up seeing the person, like, and you, like you, you live like you're being haunted by the ghost because you're like, what if I see them? I have to say something. And I remember seeing the person and being like, uh, like, you know, months later and being like, hey, I, I, and you have to apologize, you know, hey, that all, it, it sucks the way that ended. I should have said something. I, but you don't even know what to say. Like, who even has a script for that? So, I think like I have ultimate empathy when it comes to all these subjects like if I was to be ghosted it can happen to me like I'm not saying it can't Um, but if someone did it to me I would understand that that's a problem they had not a problem Mm -hmm. I had and I think that's the hardest part of the whole ghosting scenario
1: right because it's it's essentially and we've talked about this like rejection right it feels so horrible to be Mm. rejected it and it feels so personal when it's not right yeah sometimes most of the time it's not right and so because the rejection it just because you don't like someone doesn't mean no one's gonna like that person doesn't mean they're not a worthy person or you know aren't gonna find love in some way it's just not a connection
2: The pro- I totally agree. And the problem with ghosting is you lose a lot of the power in it. And I believe in I believe in action, not inaction. I just don't I, – I don't believe – because so many of the people that come to my doorstep, they're like, why? And I'm like, I can't tell you the thoughts in someone else's head, but I can give you the strategies to get them to, to have someone do the action to show you why. Mm-hmm. You know, or show you what the next – and it's like, to me – you know, I believe if you feel you've been ghosted, then you should break up with them. And because I think the biggest fear of being ghosted is that the person can waltz back in and all of a sudden come back from the dead. And, you know, a lot of times with ghosting, because it isn't personal, it's just like, hey, it, it, you know, it, it's funny to me that the phrase changes based on how you feel about the person. If you like the person, you got ghosted. If you were like, if you weren't into it, it fizzled. You know, that's what people do. It's so true. Yeah, the language,
0: all of a sudden, you're like, oh, so there's a difference. So that's why I don't
2: buy it from people. Mm. I go, you have a more, you have more, you're more involved in this decision making than you want to believe. So if you're turned off by it, and that's another thing that we'll probably get into is like, it's okay to be turned off. It is so hard. You know, women... And I, I, I know that sounds bad. You know, women, you know, like I like I don't want to like... But <laughs> I, I, I'm I speaking from the male perspective and this is just something I've noticed. They prefer being confused over turned off. I'm so confused. Oh, I have all these... I'm just so confused. How about you're turned off? How about you did this and you g- disappeared after we fucked. That turned me off. For that reason, I'm out. Turn into a Shark Tank investor. <laughs> you know, like turn oh, into it. like... And for that reason... I'm gonna dump you. (laughs) And listen, a lot of people get mad because they're like, well, I was forced into a position of dumping them and they didn't have to dump me. It's like, okay, well, what the fuck do you want at this point? Do you wanna be relieved of this or not? And it's like, when you dump someone, now you have put barbed wire around your house. You've added consequence. Because if they wanna come back to you, now they have to say hey. They have to apologize for the reason they were dumped. Then they have to put in effort that they got the effort they didn't put in before that got them dumped mm-hmm. to come back to you. there they, there's actual consequences. So when you dump someone that goes to you, I do believe that helps free you from, you know, like all of a sudden it's like the end of ghosts when all the ghosts, you know, the demons come flying out of it. That's an old reference, but like you know it's like, <laughs> you know, like you are free. your your soul has been, you know <laughs> let let go and you can go to heaven.
1: Well, I think and I think a lot of the times you know it's it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier it's it's easier in a lot of ways to say um, like fuck this guy he ghosted me as opposed to like that hurt and I'm turned off by that to take and I think you know one of the things you were saying is is looking for a reason and I think part of that in a lot of ways is okay if I find a reason that maybe I can change something within myself to have more control over the situation when in reality you don't have control over the situation right it just wasn't a fit wasn't a good match and I love what you're saying about after that setting those boundaries if, if you can acknowledge that you want to be treated a certain way, then you can say, hey, this, this is a turnoff for me. This doesn't work for me. And if you want to come back, this is how you're going to treat me moving forward. Totally.
2: I mean, this is the diet and exercise of dating advice. Like no one wants to hear it. It's, it's hard. It's, it's easier for me to say than it is to enact. I've been that person. I've been on both sides of this. I again... No one's a saint. We're all just fine people who make mistakes and we're just trying to get better. Like I'm going to be the best guy in the world to someone and it's going to be the person that I marry. Mm -hmm. Everyone else will be like, yeah, that guy was fucking fine. You know, like, you know, like, you know, like every guy that you see on the altar, is an asshole to somebody. Well, right, I, I, and, absolutely. And, and, you know, so like... Okay, and, what and am every I? woman, that was the you know, same thing. Like everybody, like there's there's someone looked at them and was like, oh, it was the worst dating them. Well, they were... And then all of a sudden, they become a dad and they're like a girl dad and they're the fucking <laughs> saint on the universe. Right. And it's like... You, like let's live in the like my dad always says it he's like nothing's ever as bad as it seems Nothing's ever as good as it seems so it's like and I think that's like a way to like kind of look at life and And I understand the internet is full of like people. Yes Girling you into a frenzy and that's an a more fun internet place to play in but it, I don't know if it helps I think that yeah. vulnerability um brings on vulnerability Mm -hmm. and that's diet and exercise
0: it's it's so funny okay so I have to tell a story that I met my husband at a frat party at Penn State Mm. I am now happily married with a child, yeah. right? But the best part was, like, probably, like, we were hooking up for probably, like, two months. And, like, I'm, like, really into him. And, like, he's maybe mediocrely into me. Um, I wasn't my, like, best <laughs> self. then, like to be straight up. Like, I was probably, like, real difficult. Um, I was drinking a lot. So I'm at this day you long. You and everyone else. At that <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm at this day long. And this girl comes up to me. And I'm wearing his high school hockey jersey because that was, like, a very cool thing to do yeah, with well, little booty shorts, right? The best. Um, Ownership. Okay. <laughs> right, yes. Okay, so I'm at this... Day-long party. And this girl walks up to me and she goes, oh, are you dating? Says my husband's name. And I said, yeah. And she goes, I went to high school with him. He's a fucking asshole. No no way. (laughs) And like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was such a ballsy thing to do. Did he dump her? Said he like said he was like, Yeah, I was an asshole to her. I really didn't like that girl. Like she like was like really annoying to my friends and like dated my one friend and I didn't like her, and I like told him like she like kind of sucked. And it's so funny because like I'm now married to my husband, who's amazing, who's so sweet, who's a girl dad, and there are still some girl out there who thinks he's a complete asshole. Always and always will
2: Everything he puts on Instagram is bullshit to her. (laughs) And and she's right in a sense, I guess from her perspective. From her perspective,
0: right? Yeah, he was an asshole to her.
2: Your experience was different. You know, like that's that's like you know, it's it's Yelp reviewers, you know, and and,
1: and people get frozen in time (laughs) with that experience that you have of them, right? Like you can say um that like when you were at that point, like you're not the same person now that you were then, and so but but, so wasn't he right? And he wasn't either, and so you get frozen in time with how people remember you. It doesn't account for your growth or you've become, and it's just like, well, he's an asshole, and he's always going to be an asshole.
0: Yeah. Oh, she. was. wanted me to know she needed me to know yeah she sought me out
2: and it it is interesting and men walk away from the fire a lot of times you know like why you know and that's to our detriment that's like listen a lot of times i because i'm in the position of speaking for a lot of men i i'm in the position of like you know i can understand someone listening is like this guy's just apologizing for assholes there are assholes there are worse than assholes they're monsters there are people that like should be you know a the it's horrible things happen this I never speak about this without acknowledging this is a slippery slope that goes down to the depths of misery that I don't ever want to have to see someone have to go through but then you do go you know what is you know most of this stuff lands in the middle mm-hmm. and it's um, you you do have a moment where you go like you know that that woman. I I feel for her. She had a very real experience, but like you hope she could move on. I'm sure she's sitting somewhere. With Let's
0: her hope kids we'll find her. Now, we'll and, find her. Yeah. <laughs> she's still but, cursing. I husband. mean, I think it's <laughs> right, and it's one of those things that like even right now we're sitting here. We're obviously making generalizations. We're obviously talking mm-hmm. about typically cis heteronormative couples, and so like mm-hmm. take what works and leave the rest. Like you don't have to send a million you know emails after this of like that didn't you know, fit <laughs> for that, me <laughs> right like, we'll which, okay. like yeah. which always happens right because like, like that's how this is and like we're talking about this because like there are a million women writing in from one simple question box of like i want to do this better right okay so let's go with it let's sure. uh, let's move on to another question best way to approach a guy that i'm interested in from male's point of view
2: say hi say hi,
0: hi. that's Men, it you're ugh. She's Listen,
2: not going to like that saying, answer. Hi, hi. We want to complicate it. I no 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 no. Men are simple. <laughs> they um. This is why dating apps work for men. They for take men. a face, throw it to one side or the other, yes or no, and everyone's doing that with you in public, uh, whether you like to hear that or not. Mm-hmm. Me, if he's attracted to you, hi and hi. What are you doing here? Where, what brings you out tonight? I think or uh, you know talk about your surroundings do you live nearby men will continue the conversation with someone they're attracted to they will keep it going they'll keep the ball in the air if they're they're attracted to you and listen everyone's attractive to someone you you know everyone i always say like and to i always say this on you up podcast you are someone's foot like there are men masturbating to feet on the internet there are so many men masturbating to feet that they created a little hyperlink on the corner that says feet so there's a guy masturbating to foot you are someone's foot so like you're so whatever it is so i you know this one person's you know taste has nothing to do with your rating on a on a one to ten scale so if you're attracted to them that's all that should matter. Hey, what brings you here? What's going on? A guy who's attracted to you will keep that ball in the air because that is caveman. That is survival. They, it is would, would I fuck or not is what they're thinking. They're not thinking marriage. They're not thinking they're just initial. Is, is the, and I know that's icky to hear, but that is the Ooh. initial. This woman who said hi to me is hot. you know to me well but I like what you're talking
0: about in terms of like it's not just about them being attracted to you who are you attracted to right I think so often Mm -hmm. we want to be like oh do they like me but like wait a second do you even like them like right? they forget they forget too that like your opinion matters too your opinion matters right so like don't just worry about getting people to like you who do you actually like
2: totally something made you want to speak to this guy own that i'm attracted to this guy hey what's up i don't think and i listen if you come up and you play games the whole games thing i sometimes it feels like women are playing games against themselves like mm. this were so simple it like look how the penis works up or down <laughs> that's it okay the men are their penis like automatic transition it comes or it doesn't game over there's no dimming the lights there's no candles there's no getting to a mentally good space it is just yes or no and it's just like know that you're dealing with a dumb animal
0: mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what the title of this episode will know be. that you're dealing with <laughs> a <laughs> dumb animal <laughs> how do you want yeah. your partner to initiate sex this is really just turning into a Jared interview, and now everyone will know your likes and opinions. So how do you want so, your partner to initiate sex?
2: So I think that it's an underrated thing. Men uh, get vilified for having any sexual preference whatsoever. I do this on stage a lot. Sometimes I'll ask men, what position do you like? And the men get so uncomfortable because mm-hmm. they've seen this game before. What do you like? I like doggy style. Why? Who, who liked that? What made you like that? There's always follow-up questions. So it's like you have to understand men are not in a position to have any sexual preference. They just have to like it all. You know, they're at a buffet and you have to and and take what you get. So I'm telling you right now it is an uncomfortable thing for men to speak honestly about sex. That's why a lot of men and this is underrated love when a woman has preferences. Love when a woman says, I love this. Mm -hmm. And I think that, again, you're dealing with a big, dumb animal. (laughs) When you say you're into something, it is so hot to a guy. So I have some strategies that can help that are workarounds. um, But it starts at, what do you like? If you say, you know what, I really want, I I get, like, and I always say the, the easiest way to do it is, like, text your significant other that you had a dream and then hey I had a dream last night and explain the dream and then end it with and I'm so fucking wet and if you write that guys are fixers we play video games we want to accomplish the level so now you've put him in a competition with dream him so (laughs) so I think this dream scenario is is a workaround? Yeah, it's a little bit creative. I I I agree. Like, why should I have to do all? Well, what the fuck do you want? Do you want? Do you want? Do you want to be seduced or not? But it opens it up. It opens things up. Like, don't have pride in these things. Let's just open it up because I'm telling you, if a guy like I like, I've told I I talk about I like having a finger in the butt during a blowjob, and the reaction to that from some women is like. You know, all of a sudden, they're the queen of France. Oh, my word! <laughs> you know, like, it is so judgmental of a man. And I don't I'm know, it's 2021.
0: You. Aren't we all doing butt stuff? Wait a ah, second. <laughs>
2: listen, I'm, I'm saying, but we're not talking. Okay. Women can talk about it openly. Men can. If a guy yeah. talks about it, he's a monster. Right. You know, he's disgusting. Who else have you done that with? What made you think of that? There's all these questions. Guys don't do that to you. If you say... I am so into I was watching this porn last night and this like I always advise Giving hand jobs instead of sex if sex is gonna make you feel bad do a hand job And I think the guy who would leave you after sex will leave you after a hand job as well So I think it like takes out the sexual part of it So and and it makes you feel less bad and when we're like well guys don't like hand jobs They always say you can do it better yourself. Yeah, don't hold these high school Bullshit things we used to say against us. I'm, I, you know, we're idiots. I'm saying if you literally look at a guy and go, "I'm just so into hand jobs," like I, I, every every morning I wake up and my hands just moving in one <laughs> because I just want to give hand jobs. Like it's what gets me wet. He'll be like, "Oh, I, I, that sounds so hot to me." Like all of a sudden it's hot to him. Because you're into it.
0: But it seems like we keep getting back to pieces of fear, of like how fear-based everything is. Like fear yes. of putting ourselves out there, the fear of rejection, the fear of, um, right, somebody not like taking my initiative with sex, right? Like so much of this is fear-based that like we end up not telling the truth because we're pretty fucking totally. scared.
2: Totally, and, and, and I think the one thing that has become evident to me from doing the U Up podcast and hearing from um a lot of women because that's that's our audiences they think men have no emotional intelligence whatsoever They, they there's nothing does he notice he notices everything you notice oh i look him up online he looked you up online too he however you feel he's feeling in a certain way he hasn't texted does he notice yeah he notices he knows he didn't text you so this goes into the fear thing like you're 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 fearful you know, men are fearful, too. They have emotional intelligence. They're fearful. They remember remember being judged for bringing up a, you know, sexual thing. And it's like this woman wants their partner to initiate. And it's like, that's okay. Hey, um, like saying to your guy, she also doesn't want to have to tell him to initiate because that's not that sexy. Well, then let's make it sexy. Hey, I had this wild dream last night. And, I, you know, blanket And then... Whatever your pleasure is, explain it in the dream. Now you you get your text bubble. End it with, and I'm so fucking wet right now. I need you to do this to me. Mm. Now a he's initiating. In there's a safety in, that. in like I think a lot of the things that I and listen. He either does it or he doesn't. If he doesn't, now we're having a real conversation that's not as fun, but a conversation that needs to be had. Mm.
0: Okay. Um. Somebody said our men. We're talking about fear. So I was go just right. going to say you answered one of somebody our somebody. Are men just as scared as women? It sounds like yes. Yes, we're all. Yes, so we're all just scared ways all the time. Of
2: different things. We're all scared all the time.
0: Happy Halloween. So
2: life is a life is a hellscape. <laughs> we're all just marching. Towards Very
0: spooky. Death. Yes, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you got? You you pick next. You're up,
1: buddy. Okay, this one I really like. What do you think? Uh, some expectations men may have around dating.
2: I think They have no expectations at all I mean you would hope I, I, I think that's also like The sad part of dating a man Is like they're not thinking th- There's I'm, Again I have to go back to what I said in the beginning This isn't business to them You know to some To the you know Listen I'm, I'm sure your listeners Some of them have been on dates Where men have expected sex For paying for a date That's not right. That's horrible. That's not what I'm getting into like that's that's not I don't think we should acknowledge we have to acknowledge that monsters exist but I don't give advice for the monsters leave that guy don't go out with him again split the tab and go Mm -hmm. Um, beyond that I think a lot of guys go on dates like I think she's hot I'd love to fuck her let's see what happens. I, I, you know, like, and she's... I hope she's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, like, I, I, I think, like, and again, love to fuck her doesn't mean I deserve to fuck her. I'm saying this is the dumb animal you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. I hope she's fun. She's hot to me. Let's do the date. The, the, but again, there's, you know, when the person asks her their expectations, I'm sure she's thinking of herself. She's like, well, I expect date two if date one goes well we're gonna go on day two and then you know maybe day three will happen and then we'll get physical and it's like he is not thinking there is no plan that is this is not a bus route very in the moment yeah very in the moment very and like and and i've had to deal with that like as i get older like and you know i'm 36 and i'm like you know you start to be like you know was that a mistake to go into dating that way and you I, I don't believe it was a mistake, but I you, you want to be more of, I, I think a lot of men would be better served for being more thoughtful. I would be better served for being more, why am I going on this first date? Mm. You know, like, and I think a lot of guys don't even think that. Hot, hope she's fun, let's get drunk.
0: Uh, but <laughs> I mean, also, okay, so, like, let's talk about, like, the evolution of men, right? Because, like, even you talk about this right now is light years ahead of what like two generations back of men were doing which would never even sit here and talk about this stuff and like talk about what women want and deserve right like but I'm wondering also like do you think that men have some room to grow
2: of course we all do (laughs) yeah of course listen I I I I I, sometimes when I talk about this you have to go like two steps back to take one step forward Mm -hmm. like I like there's a lot of people to apologize for like and also I'm speaking for a very icky you know, about an a, like, a lot of people take sex out of the equation, and I'm like, y- then you, what are we talking about? You, you're not even acknowledging, like, and, but it is icky. Like, mm-hmm. it is icky to be like, to feel like, and I do understand how it's exhausting to go on these dating apps, and it's like, guys just being like, come over, and let's, you know, it's like, and, and I, it's, it's exhausting to just keep batting these dudes away who are just looking to be casual and then text you every now and again with no commitment like I can understand why that's exhausting Mm -hmm. and these apps now that we're like years in on the apps like we've experienced this again so it feels like you're like again like I I, listen I said hi to a woman on a dating app
0: hi is always the Uh, opener there you go (laughs) hi
2: Hi. to me hi and she wrote back is that all you've
0: got (laughs) (coughs) I guess so
2: (laughs) and I'm like and I know she's not mad at me she's mad at the last high the last high that she fell for the last high that turned into her going hi and then him going how was the weekend and then her going how was your weekend (laughs) then him going how is the weekend and then her going <laughs> how is the weekend and then what's going on this weekend and then what's going on this weekend and then hi again two months later and hi and then hi and then hi and then hi and then and then by the end of it she's like let's go on a date and he's like uh no i'm too busy and it's like what the fuck have we been doing and then mm-hmm. i come up hi and she's like is that all you fucking got you know like, <laughs> it's like i do get it Yeah, so like yeah there's room to grow but i think also the apps have made us lazy. And I also think like you have to be you have to be a better buyer too. like, mm-hmm. you know, you you have to see those things that you didn't like and be able to leave those things like you have to be able to leave the guy that was a good first date, but never a good second mm-hmm. date, or never, the, you know, like you have to take some responsibility Yeah, and you mm-hmm. have to get better at this at some point. Absolutely. It, the hardest part is because. You know, I, it, to some people, the goal is to get out of being single. And that's a, to me, that's a that's not the guy's goal. Right. And I think the guy's goal is somewhat better than that, you know, n- to compare goals like the guy's goals. is to have fun and meet someone great for me. And that's because we don't have a, the societal pressure, the you know, the I do think the clock works into this. Like, yeah, I, absolutely. You know, if you don't acknowledge not acknowledging the you know, the. The child clock is the same as not acknowledging sex. Like mm-hmm. it's, it has to be acknowledged whether you like it or not. And I don't mean that to be a mean thing. It's just, I'm, I, I listen. You're a different basketball player in the first quarter than you are in the last two minutes of the game. You know, and I think a lot of women are in the last two minutes of the game mm. feeling the pressure, and a lot of men just sit in the first quarter their whole lives, mm. like. Listen, there's seventy year old men being like, I'm just not ready for a relationship. (laughs) (laughs) So, and again, I'm bringing up ills of the world that I don't have control over. I'm just acknowledging them. It's raining out. Bring your umbrella. Mm. I'm just saying that.
0: Well, I think you brought up something that I think is so interesting, which is the dating app fatigue, right? Especially over COVID. Like, I know so many people were like, I'm sitting at home. I guess I'll just keep swiping and talking to people. Mm -hmm. And then they get, you know, now we're actually seeing people in person. And they're like, oh, I'm too tired, right? Like, it's the same conversation over and over again. So, like, I have a question for you that somebody did not ask, but I'm going to ask you, said someone who's currently on dating apps. Like, what should people do? Because dating apps is, this is sort of just how life is now. Right, like,
2: Um, yeah, I. Nothing makes you more negative than being on a dating app because, like, at first, the the minute you download it, you're like, I would go to Long Island, (laughs) and then like, (laughs) and then you're not going to Long Island, um, and then like, you go to Long Island, then like a year for a year on the dating app, you're like, I will not move (laughs) seven inches from my apartment. Like, you just the change is so wild. It makes you negative, you've seen the same, hey, what's up, how was your weekend? My advice is to take hard rights and say the thing that is so you that they'd have to like you to, like I saw a woman on a dating app and you have to say things that are so you that it would turn people on and off, okay? So I think, like, let's, let's start taking some chances on here. So like, I saw a woman and it was a picture of her and her grandma. So I wrote to it, hey, I know this is awkward, but could you set me up with your friend? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would answer you, that in a you, second. That would an answer that? That, that would fucking get so me. Funny. I would be like, hell yes, I wrote dude. It
2: to the picture. You know, you can respond to the picture. So I wrote it to the picture of her and her grandma. You know, like, I don't know. Did that get, get you a date? I yeah, did like, she could,
1: respond That would have to
2: literally, you? I literally just wrote this like five minutes can ago. Can you check? Yeah. What are you
1: I doing? Oh my phone. Oh, I, Jesus,
2: I think, you know. But for me, like, listen, I'm, a, I'm trying to be public. I have a public, you know, a thing out there. Like, I don't know how that. I think it made you two. It's nice that it made you two laugh. But it, I, I, you know, you get a little nervous that, like, you know, I don't want to be the anyone's monster. You know, I, even though I'm again to reference, I, I'm someone that guy you know there's someone that used to date me that's like yeah he's a fucking idiot he gives dating advice who the what the fuck does he know like there's someone out there that, that's saying that about me and that's okay um but uh you people know, are probably think...
0: saying the same thing about us who dated us absolutely and yeah. we are now so couples and relationship should... couples <laughs> and they're like they're the right? worst <laughs> right. yeah
2: like and th- that kind of like sits in your head a little bit but you know i think hard rights are are an important thing um All right. and i know people don't want to do that but like the whole point of these dating apps is to meet people that you didn't know before. So why, if you're not doing, if you're not yourself there, where can you be? Yeah. You know, like 10 years in? Like Absolutely.
1: I have a question. Yeah. This mm. is also not on the, not on the sheet. The, the listeners
0: are going to be very pissed because we've I'm done sorry. literally We'll get it. to do. No, no, but it's we're
2: already for yes. the listeners. You know what they need. But
1: <laughs> you were mentioning earlier how, you know, when you're going on a first date or when you're first meeting someone that uh, it's not business in the same way. At what point does it become more business where you're okay. like, you know, it's getting a little deeper? Like, I actually, sure. this is something I'm into. Okay.
2: Well, that's why a lot of women go, I was sideswiped. You don't hear a lot of men say they were sideswiped. Like, when it happens to a man, it's like almost like a Hallmark movie. Like, it's like she slept, I walked in, and like, it's just very different. Men will end things. Um, I always say beware vacations, uh, beware anniversaries, beware birthdays, beware of um, holidays, mm. because those are all things that make a relationship more serious and without a talk. So if you celebrate the birthday with a person, you, again, men are not emotionally stupid, whereas it's just as smart as you. Or, you know, probably a little dumber but it's okay <laughs> um but we have an emotional intelligence so if we celebrate your birthday with you we know we can't end it the next day we know we are more serious than we were pre-birthday okay so it's a good signal that's tolerance. a good gauge beware well that's why i say and uh, now people write into the podcast are like uh well you guessed it beware vacations because <sighs> vacation is like it, and it is like okay now i can walk you know back away from this relationship or whatever it is because every relationship is a relationship I, I even a hookup that's a relationship and you get to go oh let me take time away from it create space mm. and then i won't look like as much of a asshole again men are really very worried about looking like the
1: asshole. vacations, are big. Yeah. vacations are big yeah i dump someone after a vacation once
0: well no but he's saying like, like somebody goes on vacation it's like oh i'm going away for a few weeks right like, and then they they never come and back and they never come back
2: and then or, they, yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, games. Yeah, I'm busy. I have some I'm going somewhere.
1: Yes, Stretch it yeah. out yeah. for a little longer.
0: But, but Jen has now exposed so like herself what? that she
1: cannot. I did do that. Vacations
0: once. with people. Yeah, I did. No, no, no. Yeah. I wasn't
1: with them. No, no. I did the same thing where, like, I okay. went on a vacation. I came back and I was like, I should just probably let them. But I let them know. I was like, that listen, was nice I don't you. think this is going to work out because I've spent this time yeah. away from you and I did not miss you at all. Yeah.
2: And that's like a really mature way to put it. That, again. I don't know if I'd be strong enough to do. Um but I I it is so I think a lot of men get to the point of like looking at the relationship at the last possible second when you've already decided, "Oh, well, we're doing it. We're I'm dating someone." They're going, "Oh shit, we're like it's like when a lot of people are like we've been seeing each other for six months. The guy's like, six months? You know, like, it's like, it it's, uh, doesn't occur to them right a lot of times. Right, so. uh-huh.
1: I have this, because uh, I know we're coming to the end of our time, but I really want to ask this one question. Oh, my God, please. What's the best way for us, in parentheses, girlfriends, to help you explain your emotions better to us?
2: Oh. Yeah. I think... um Vague questions get you vague Answers so You know if, if I think a lot of women will go to brunch And they'll be like how are you doing And then you know the woman will go And here's what's going on I'm really Sad lately and, and They'll get into specifics I think guys Will stay vague I'm okay Things are good I don't know Mom. And they're like he's you know. not
1: opening up to me
2: e- Exactly right well why don't you Ask a specific question
1: gotcha get
2: specific what, I think okay that, give us an example helpful.
1: yeah what would be an example what would
2: make you open last, up question? last last no, night well i would i would i think again vulnerability produces vulnerability last night you uh i felt this way when you did this what was going through your mind you know so i think the way you ask it is a form of jujitsu like you're putting him in the headlock it's very you know, Jedi mind trick very good yeah right? I, I think like I, I think when you say what's going on you know and, and this happens with like defining the relationship we'll, what are we mm. what are we we'll, is as vague as yeah we're just hanging you know right, like, right. it's going <clears throat> I think if you reveal something then they have to reveal something okay. And it helps to do that <clears throat> I felt disappointed When you didn't call yesterday, what's happening?
0: Jared, we do something in the show called Calling BS, where we have Mm -hmm. somebody call BS on whatever their expertise is. So tell us, Mm -hmm. give us something you want to call some BS on.
2: Um, There's a saying going around that I don't really buy into. See, like I'm in the talk out of my ass about dating community now. Uh Yeah, Um, i (laughs) Again, so like I like I'm a comedian. I do stand up. I like to talk about dating relationships on stage. That's kind of, and that's kind of why I do these podcasts. And I also on a podcast like you just so you end up getting like there's other people doing these things too. So I don't know who came up with this phrase, but I hear it all the time. And in my question box, I get if he wanted to, he would mm. is like this big thing. I don't oh, know who I
0: he, you know where I think it's from. It's uh, he's just not that into you, right? Yes, I would agree with that. Sure, right? Early two so, thousands book. He's just not that into you. Yeah. And that was like the if bible you, for women.
2: Yes, and I think where he's not that into you left off is kind of where I pick up, and it's the, you know, if he wanted to, he would, and then I, those people that abide by that end up at my doorstep going, but why, mm-hmm. you know, and to me. If he wanted to, he would, is putting yourself, it's too hard on yourself. I think the saying is too hard. It makes you someone that he wouldn't. And it's like you, why would, I don't know, just the sound of it is just very, it's very much puts him in a power position that you have no power over, it's just, it's a saying that to me, it just doesn't taste yeah. great to me. And, you know, I, I just don't, to me, it's just, it, 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 it doesn't help you. Like, how about if you wanted to, you should text, you know, like, you know, like why? I, I just think you that posi- it, it puts you in a powerless position mm-hmm. that, that, that you deserve more than. And it's like, and inaction is still an action. So I I just don't buy it. I think it's he wanted to he would is something that sells t shirts and gets you a, a conference room that people buy tickets for. And it's bullshit. And it, you have more you know, like to me it just puts you in this position that's just not very powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think if if you're wondering why he doesn't want to, how about you text, "Hey, I feel a little bit off that you didn't ask me to do something lately." You know, when do you get turned off? You know, I just don't I think it's bullshit.
0: All right, I, I like that. it. That's a great one. Jared, you did so good. Jared. I want to go to Thank Long you. Island for you, I think. <laughs> um I mean it's a long <laughs> drive from here. Probably not. Yeah, we're in, in Philly.
2: Where are you, where are you guys? <laughs> we're in Philly. Oh, you're in Philly. Mm. I love Philly. Best food in the country. Um, Worst attitudes as a food city <laughs> because of the cheesesteaks. Right, thing. but like we're so this good. Theory of <sighs> what's that?
0: But we're so we're so much more than cheesesteaks. So right? much more. That's the thing. Like it you trumps. guys get.
2: You get bogged down in this, like, cheesesteak mascot. <laughs> it's like, right? Yo, you got to get whiz wit. You have, like, the worst representative talking about your food. <laughs> when you have, like, some of the best food in the country because it's a little bit cheaper to open up a space there. You uh-huh. can be more creative. You can take more chances. You know, I, I, I always talk about that. Like, the food scene there is just... Really amazing great. So I'm a I'm a huge Philly fan. I love coming down there and doing shows. Amazing. It's you well, guys gotta okay. You deal. guys gotta come next time. Yeah, when are you coming? Uh hopefully soon.
0: COVID. <laughs>
1: so COVID, right. Forgot that about damn that. Well,
2: no, but right, okay, next COVID. time I mean the clubs are open. So, right.
0: So. Hey, next time you're in town, we'll be there, my friend. We'll be at the show. Jared, love where it. can people thank you for coming on today, where can people find you to get a more of your so, amazing, helpful and entertaining advice?
2: So I want people to go and follow two podcasts. Okay. Okay. Because I have, I never shut up. I never shut the fuck up all day long. So if you love The Bachelor, you have to listen to The Bachelor podcast. Um, I love The Bachelor. I love talking about it. I love relating it to dating issues. So if you're someone who loves dating talk, but you want it lighter and you want it done through the 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 um the lens of people with abs and you know looking for instagram followers go follow the bachelor that's the that's a great podcast for you if you like talking about these dating stuff and hearing the guy's point of view I my co-host and I uh, Jordana Abraham who's one of the women who started Betches she's my co-host and we have a podcast called the You Up Podcast that is um it has really been fun to do and it's amazing. I When we started it, I was like, everyone's going to hate me, and I'm going to get all these ma- emails, and it's been the opposite. It has been, I think, Pete, and I think you'll get the same response from this. People just like open, honest conversations, and I, I hope people enjoyed this, but I, the U.S. Podcast is, is a place for uncomfortable conversations to be had comfortably, and so I would say go check out those, and I'm on Instagram at Jared Freed. I do the question box, and I answer and never shut the fuck up like I'm doing right now. So
1: <laughs> we no. love it. Thank you, Jared. This was incredible.
2: Thank you. I'm happy you enjoyed it. Thank you. I had a great time.
1: If you like this episode, or if you think a friend would like this episode, feel free to send it over, share it. Um, If you could rate, review and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts and follow on Apple Podcasts, Um, thank you so much for tuning in and remember to grow yourself. You've got to know yourself.